what we're talking about here is this type of energy. It's saying this number is finite. This is exclusive. You are selected. This is a limited edition. You're one of the lucky ones. You're part of an incomparable experience. Have you ever had tickets to a sold out concert? Are you a Nike shoe collector and you wait in line for the very first edition of something and when it sells out, there's just no more? How exciting is that? It's a different feeling. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. All right, hapsters, when is the last time that you completely sold out of a product or spots in your service? And how did it feel when you achieved that goal, if you ever have? If you never have sold out before, I'm here to tell you that it's okay because future you has. And I personally just achieved this goal of selling out for my current offer for the first time, and it feels amazing, but not because of what you might think. I'm thrilled for all of the women who are committing to becoming their future self and finding success in business and life and learning this little trick of pursuing a sold out offer. Okay, so back to it. My current offer is called happening sessions and the September class is officially complete. And what an incredible room it is. Actually, the women, they really transformed. And as a double down for their last month in the round, I gave them a fun incentive. I don't know if you think of this as fun, but how about $500 in cash? (laughs) I literally woke up in the middle of the night exorcism style and was like, what if I give them $500 in cash? <laughs> and I, I mean, I, it turns out I wasn't waking up for no reason. My daughter was crying, which is usually the reason that I wake up in the middle of the night. But this time it came with a little bonus of maybe being in the middle of a dream that was about my business. So I told my husband, he thought I was crazy. So naturally I knew it was the best idea and I had to do it. And I'm watching the same cycles and patterns present themselves as usual. This last month, they feel excited. They feel determined. They start planning. They start practicing. They collect some fails. They collect some wins. They have a whole lot of doubt. And then they meet their edge. And they get to decide whether they're going to accept that edge as fact as concrete, immovable, or if they're going to rise above it to dismiss the I don't knows. They all know that's number one rule in the room is I don't know is not an option, but it's easier said than done when you get up to it. And it's the only sentence your brain wants to give you. They get coached instead of hiding. They practice new beliefs. They make room for being wrong about what they think is possible. They tap into their future selves and their done goals. And rather than decide whether 8K in 10 days is possible because they've done it before, they just believe that it is because in the future, they've already done it. That's why I wanted to apply an extra incentive because the edge of your belief is a scary place and leaping 
or building a bridge into thin air isn't for the faint of CEO hearts, okay? While our sessions have ended for the September round, I gave them until the end of March. And at the time I'm recording this, or I believe at the time you're listening to this, we still have a week left. And anything is possible. So I will update you, but regardless of whether any individual in the room fails or wins, quote unquote, the purpose of this exercise was simply to expand them, to show them that their edge is actually an illusion. And that realization isn't something that you can unlearn. It breaks your brain in the best way. Okay, so now before we dive into today's episode about sold out, I want to share with you a extra special review of the show. And it's extra special for a couple of reasons, but most importantly, that it was in voice memo form. So you guys are going to get to experience it as I experienced it. And man, it is a ride from start to finish. This girl is my ideal client and just a riot. And if you are having breakthroughs and if you are having aha moments and your brain is exploding, please do what she did and send me a voice memo review. Yes, go and send a leave a review on the podcast for sure. Do that. Definitely continue to tag me on Instagram and share over there. But these voice memos have just brought me new life. So without further ado, please listen to this brain-breaking aha that Ashley had when listening to last week's episode. Oh my God. Bridget, be quiet. I'm having a breakthrough. Oh my God. I'm listening to the podcast and I just heard you say that some people think... (laughs) Sometimes I wonder on the podcast when you're like, some people... I'm like, is she talking directly to me? Um, Pagano. Some people think that if they make enough money, they can outrun their thoughts about scarcity. So good. Because that's what I'm doing in my future and my past at the same exact time. I'm telling myself that I that when I was, that I was over earning in the past and that it solved my issue of having to deal with my thoughts and feelings about money and scarcity. It just solved the problem. I just let Mike deal with it and I just made a lot of money. And then it's also the reason why it's so hard to project into the future. Woof. Who are you? Are you some type of like guru sent to earth to teach me things. Oh my God. I just saw a turkey. Okay. I got to go. Bye. Thank you, Ashley, for that bit of comedy. And also just really for sharing with us what is possible when you listen to these episodes and when you are applying them in your real life. And I I'm so excited for you and this breakthrough. I had a similar breakthrough actually when realizing how what I was thinking presently was 
bright siding the future and the past and you really can't unsee that so congratulations anyone else who's listening please send me a voice memo like this so i can hear in real time what it sounds like when your brain breaks okay send it over sincerely future you okay let's talk about sold out i have two words of the year for 2023 sold out and intimate. Technically, that's three words. So sue me. I don't like rules. Today, we're going to talk about sold out though. And I even if you're watching on YouTube, I have my ring that says sold out. I got all of my clients, my hapsters um, in this round, I got them a ring that says their word of the year on it as a reminder as we're going through. So it doesn't just live in January. And it was so it was such a roller coaster looking at these words while I wasn't sold out, right? In moments, I felt inspired. Other moments, I felt pressure. Other moments, I felt shame. And it was a bit of a roller coaster, but it was always a reminder of, okay, what is the work that I need to do? Is the work that I need to do to feel my feelings? Is the work that I need to do to uh, maybe detach my results from my worthiness is the work that I need to do to shift my focus away from me entirely and my goals and remind myself that a sold out room is actually just providing more value to my clients. It's not really about me. It's not about getting, it's about giving. And that shift was huge for me. But yes, officially March happening sessions sold out. It's the first time that it's sold out and it was my goal. But I want to talk to you guys about how it came to be and why I set this goal. You guys know that this podcast is all about transparency in business and helping you guys see about the behind the scenes of how we don't just set goals and then we don't just magically hit them, but that there is a whole roller coaster, not just of emotions, but of process and of strategy that actually creates the end goal. And we can't really know the how of how we're going to create that result until we get there. The only person that knows is usually our future self until we arrive and we become her. So fun. So as an entrepreneur, the words sold out are certainly coveted, but some of you will never sell out. And I want to change that. In order to sell out, you need to be concrete with your numbers. You need to decide in advance, this is specifically how much product I want to sell. And I'm only ordering this amount. Or these are exactly how many spots I will fill. And I'm not going to let anyone else in once that number is achieved. You need to mean it. In order to experience the experience of sold out, you need to be concrete with your numbers. That means you don't order more and you don't oversell. You close the cart or you close the doors. Now, I chose 15 as my number, not more, not less. And I have had that goal since the very first round of happening sessions. And I decided for myself that I was going to keep the goal of 15 in the room until I hit it, no matter how many rounds it took. I wasn't, even if I got to 13 or 14, I wasn't going to raise my goal for the next round until I hit 15. And 
it's because I wanted to experience the experience of sold out. I think it's a very different growth and a different energy than overselling, which some of you guys might be confused about this. You you might be like, is it exceeding the goal better than hitting the goal? And here's where I want to offer to you that you should set this goal for yourself of not exceeding the goal, but simply hitting it. Now, like I said, sometimes the goal isn't going to be to sell out. Sometimes we do set a goal and we want to meet or exceed it. That's great too. But like what we're talking about here is this type of energy. It's saying this number is finite. This is exclusive. You are selected. This is a limited edition. You're one of the lucky ones. You're part of an incomparable experience. Have you ever had tickets to a sold out concert? Like when you were in high school and NSYNC came to town, I know for me, this was very, I mean, maybe not high school for me. I was definitely a loser who went saw NSYNC in high school, but maybe junior high school, that's a time, more appropriate time to see a boy band. But I, it is a very exciting, unique feeling to be a part out of a part of something that someone couldn't just walk up on the street and also get. Have are you a Nike shoe collector and you wait in line for the very first edition of something and when it sells out there's just no more? How exciting is that? It's a different feeling. So what does sold out energy do for your clients? It, of course, creates urgency for them. It enhances the value. So we talked about just a second ago, it feeling like you're one of the lucky ones or that you were selected. I've had an experience of being a part of an application process room where many people were not accepted into the room and it raised my self-concept to be a part of it. Now, I still paid for this offer. So this is not just for you to come and for you to just be selected, you know, for an award or something like that. This is a very unique, cool business exchange where you're paying someone and they're telling you, I am taking your money, but I'm taking your money for a thoughtful reason. Other people, I've told them no to taking their money. And that is a powerful thing to do as a business. And it creates such an amazing feeling for your clients. And in a service industry, especially in a coaching space, when the Hapster started actually yesterday, as I'm recording this podcast, we had our first call for the March class. There was an energy and an electricity in the room. Even the uh, members that came this round that uh, have been in past rounds, they felt like a different energy. It was really, really exciting to see. And I made it very clear that I was more selective this round than ever with who I let in uh, to the room or who I made this offer to when there were still spots left. I was more selective than ever. And I was really clear with them. You are here for a very specific reason into the room. And they 
took that self-concept and it's going to help them get results. I am telling them that they are the best in their field, that they are in a position already to take this material and get results quickly. In previous rounds, I have accepted people that maybe weren't quite ready for the room. And because I've learned more about the good fit, I um, was more able to be more thoughtful and add more filters to make sure that if you're in this room, you are qualified to get results quickly. And when you believe that about yourself, what's going to happen? You're going to get results quickly. So it was definitely an enhanced value situation that we sold out. It also builds trust with them. It builds trust that when you say the room's going to be 15 people, it's going to be 15 people. Now, sometimes I say, the room is going to be around 15 people. And that's because I have a different goal or, you know, in some cases you don't have the goal of selling out. You just have the goal of selling, testing, experimenting. This is for a very specific time in your business and you get to decide when am I going for sold out. Um, But it builds trust when you do apply this process. It tells them you were thoughtful about the number. It was all by design and they feel selected. So what does sold out energy do for you? It requires you to be brave, to choose the number and to market it before you know that it will be so. It's brave because in order to sell out, you have to be willing to fail if you don't hit that number. Publicly in most cases, definitely in my case. And I had said that my room was going to sell out the previous round, uh, my second round of offering it, and it didn't. And that was a public fail. I felt it. And then we moved on. And so are you willing to go for sold? Go for sold out so that if you don't hit it, you fail and you can experience that and you learn that failure isn't a problem. One of the themes of this show as well And that it's actually good for us that the process of pursuing sold out brings out the best in our brain. It uh, creates a lot of creativity for us. So I thought that selling out was going to require perfection. I think we all do this a bit. I thought it was going to be X number of emails, X number of uh, schedule followed. I thought it was going to require, um, you know, some good referrals and some marketing affiliates and all of these things that I had planned. And of course, it didn't take that at all. (laughs) It took a quite different thing. So I still recommend that you create a plan and in happening sessions, we use the process called failure collection where you're outlining the plan, your action plan that you're going to take towards creating your goal, but you don't know if it's going to work nine out of 10 times, it doesn't work the way that you outline it. But in the process of failing, you learn something, tweak, try another thing, and then continue to do that until you do have the process. So I'm going to talk to you about specifically with my offer, what obstacles I hit and what my solutions were. So my original plan was to launch as I did the previous round four months in advance. So I launched in November for March happening sessions and eight enrolled. So my goal was 15 and I enrolled eight. And I was 
disappointed, which, you know, is hilarious to think because the eight that did enroll, I was so excited about, but our brains do that, right? Focuses on the negative first and what we didn't achieve versus what we achieved. And that was actually um, the same number that I had achieved in my um, my previous rounds launch. So I was like, oh, I didn't grow at all. It was the same. Okay, fine. Then I decided that I was going to continue to sell. So I had to make a decision. Do I stick with just the enrollment or do I continue to enroll people? How do I want to do that? Fine. We'll talk about the solutions in a second. Another obstacle I hit was that I got COVID. <laughs> it knocked me out for a bit. And then after, even after I was feeling better, I had brain fog like I've never experienced. I was doing some research and it said that COVID can drop your IQ by 20 points. And I really felt like that was true. On top of the baby brain and like sleeplessness, I went through about a month during my, you know, three month second launch process where I just couldn't string a sentence together efficiently is the best way that I'll put it. And it was scary. And it was, you know, for someone that thinks of their brain as like their most important asset, I think it's true for all of us, but I, I know it to be true. I, it was really alarming and unsettling, but the brain is coming back. It is better, but that was an obstacle that I hit that I didn't anticipate. Then, uh, my child's care got sick and then my backup child's care got sick. And then my child's care gave her two weeks notice because she got a new job and I'm very happy for her. Um, but yeah, these were all obstacles that caused us um, pretty much from January 1st until the week of the launch to have very spotty uh, child's care for my two kids, um, including there was winter break and all sorts of things that um, caused my schedule to go awry. Then also my writing of the original emails, my plan for my emails that I was going to launch. If, if I wanted to do them with all of these new childcare obstacles, I, it would have caused me to break my policies of the time that I wanted to spend with my kids. I really wavered with this. I was like, do I, you know, work with them on the on the floor and do I break that policy or do I stay up really late and not spend the time that is important for me to spend with my husband? And I decided to honor that policy with my family and I decided not to. And that's actually one of the first times I've ever done that, that I have officially chosen my family over a deadline. Um, and it felt scary. And I wanted to share that because I think a lot of us there's no right or wrong answer. There have been plenty of times where I chose to, you know, work with my kids in front of me. I'm, I'm not even shaming that. It was just, I really had decided that this was, a was my growth was to figure out a way to not break that policy this time. And I didn't. And that was really cool. So uh, no one bought directly through my webinar. That was another obstacle. I was like, okay, cool. The launch didn't um, complete the sellout, but I'll do a webinar. I'll really promote it. It's going to be great, super high value. It was the most valuable webinar I've ever done. Got lots of great feedback, had um, some decent registration, and yet no one bought direct. <laughs> My child was in a bullying investigation for the last week of my launch. 
So this is a whole thing that I may or may not do a an episode upcoming on parenting and what I think is important, the important tools that I think it, you should be giving your kids at a young age in order for them to have resilience or to succeed as adults. And so much of this, I've been educating Calvin's school on why I think a lot of their policies are not helping kids have at a young age, have a safe space to fail and figure things out. My son is in kindergarten. This whole thing has been a major upheaval and it, it took a lot of my focus and a lot of my time and that's where I wanted to prioritize. Um, but yes, it was an obstacle for, for my goal of this sellout. So that was happening the very last week, last week and a half of when my goal was for, for March happening sessions to launch. And at that point, I think I had 10 people in the room still with five spots to sell. I also, an obstacle was I poorly timed my birthday trip to Miami. (laughs) My parents live in Miami and I usually go in March, but I didn't think it was a big deal because my original plan was that I was going to be doing this launch via email and all of the emails were supposed to be done. And I didn't have that be the, it just didn't work out. So I, in, in hindsight now I'm like, okay, now I know that I'm not going to plan a trip until like right after a launch. It just, it'll allow for more room for failure and things to go wrong. And for me to not feel like I have to compromise one or the other, choose one or the other. So I didn't choose one or the other, but it would have been better had the, had the trip not been that week. Okay. So here were my solutions. Most of my solutions lie in high quality questions. So here are some high quality questions that I asked myself. Number one was how can I create the same result, but simpler? simpler in action form with less emails and less on my schedule. And how can I just make everything simpler? What are the very few things that my clients and future clients need to hear from me in order to just cross the line and get in the room right now? And another thing that I ask myself is, what bucket of clients am I talking to? I think of my clients as like, buckets. They're always, I'm trying to move people from one bucket into the next. So there are the clients, future clients that don't know me yet. How can I get people that don't know me to know me? Then there are people that have heard of me, but they don't consume my content or they know me, but they're not following. They're not listening to my podcast. They don't follow me on Instagram where I really uh, present. How can I get them over there? Then how can I get people to be engaging? How can I get people on my email list? These are all different buckets of people. How can I um, get people to see themselves as an ideal client? Or how can I uh, move people into desire for my offer? And then how can I move people from desire to my offer to being a client? And then how can I figure out which of my clients are a good fit for another offer or a new offer? Which ones do doesn't make sense to sell to? Okay. So I was thinking about this bucket and I was like, how can I speak to each bucket to make sure that they are moving closer towards the place where I can help them, which I know the best place for me to help my clients is in happening sessions. Okay. 
So another high quality question I asked was, what can I duplicate? I have multiple channels. I've got my podcast. I've got my email. I've got Facebook. I have Instagram. How can I just take one thing and put it everywhere and get it in front of more eyeballs? That was a big solution for me this time around. And it was it was helpful. How can I add incentives without discounting? So I really do not believe in discounting. I've been so thoughtful about the price of happening sessions and I am not going to change that price, right? So I thought about different incentives and I ended up offering bonuses, um, some bonuses of 30 minute one-on-ones. Some, some clients that signed up got that some clients, you know, I'd offered, um, the ring and some extra goodies in the welcome box. I offered a, um, a co-working offer in my space in garden city, which is fun. Someone's going to come and do that. And then I went back to my consult model. Sometimes when when things aren't working in your new experiment, but you're still focused on the goal, is the growth to hit the goal or is the growth to master this process and learn this process? And in my case, my goal was to get to that sold out energy. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to go back to the consult business model because I know it works for me. I know that when I'm on the phone with someone, when I have their objections real time, that I can help them see where they are, you know, telling themselves a story that's not serving them or where they're where they're delaying out of fear, et cetera. And I was like, okay, I'm willing to go back to that in order to get the room to 15, which I know is going to be in the highest service of everyone. So those are my solutions. I ended up also, I put up a poll of who, on Instagram of who is preparing for the September round. And I had six people immediately say, me, me, me. And I made direct offers to them, which I haven't done in a long time. But it's a very warm direct offer of people who are telling me, I'm preparing to get in the room. I want to be in the room. And so... I knew that it was a good fit for an offer and I wanted to talk to them about why are you waiting until September and what can we do? And four of those conversations ended up turning into clients and turning into people that joined within the last two days of of happening sessions. So really exciting. Um, I also did an impromptu workshop I went to my co-working space and I was there to do a little bit of prep for the first day of happening sessions. And there was a breakfast club for a networking women's networking group that was meeting there. And I happened to know the woman that was running it. And she asked if I wouldn't mind coaching people live on the spot. It was 15 women, some women who I recognized, some who followed me, but mostly brand new women to my material. And it was so fun. We got some serious results just right there in the room. And I just added free value. I was like, whether or not they end up as clients now, I thought of it as like these 15 people are perfect, ideal hapsters. And I, I I just felt so sufficient in that moment. I was like, this last spot will be filled. And it was. So here's what I want to offer you. The point of going for the goal of selling out isn't to sell out. I did not sell out the first two times that I approached this. And even in this round, I didn't sell out with my original 
plant business model, which was to launch. And I didn't sell out in my first launch. So when you meet your edge, like we were talking about in the beginning, when you come up against the first plan, plan A, not working out, when you come up against plan B, not working out, when you have every obstacle in your personal life under the sun being thrown at you, are you going to throw in the towel? Are you going to delay your goal? Or are you going to show yourself what you're made of? And there are times to delay your goal that will make sense. Like like I said, I was willing to not hit my goal and I wasn't going to compromise um, my policy of my time with my, my kids or move my trip or work on my trip. I didn't do any of those things. And I'm really proud of it because had I done those things, this, this might not have felt so sweet, this win, right? And so I am just proud of the integrity that I used. But most importantly, like I said, the point isn't to sell out. The point is who you become in the pursuit of sold out. You become a more creative, a more resourceful, a just more expansive version of yourself. You evolve into a future version of you. And that is why I recommend that you all go for the goal of sold out. All right, hapsters, have the most beautiful day. Hey, hapsters. If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening, W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening, W-J-E-S. Again, that's happy, H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G. And book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.